0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms and Hennessy.
0: <laughs>
2: She's the crazy one of the season. And the
0: I mean, drunk.
1: He calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big, wide-open fish mouth?
2: He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're listening to the Bachelor Podcast with me, Christine Lee, and Katie Pilata. Hi, Katie. Hi. And Ryan Jones. Hello, Ryan. I
2: refuse to waboom.
1: We're gonna have to Thank get to you. him <laughs> immediately, but so we're following Rachel, our Bachelorette, and I think this was my favorite episode that has ever existed, bar none, across all of the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise franchise. There's just something so insanely realistic about Rachel. I just love her. So we start out, she's looking for husband material. I guess one guy gets sent home because he's a liar and a cheat. But let's start with the very beginning. We get to find out she's going on a group date, a one-on-one, and another group date. Yeah,
3: I thought this episode had a lot of great dates. I feel like the past few seasons, we haven't had any actual awesome dates. And I thought these were kind of realistic in a way. She likes to play basketball, The guys were playing basketball, husband material. I love that
1: competition. Yeah,
3: that was probably as realistic as it it comes.
1: I'm pretty much going to go out on a limb and say that they hired someone who is a wife and a mom and who cooks (laughs) and cleans and does it all and works and is a badass and is married and makes it look flawless and easy for that particular competition. You know, if I sound like I'm talking stiff, it's because my back is killing me and I have this roller on my back. I'm in, so much, the she, I'm in so much you, pain. To paint the picture for everybody, so have right you ever now? seen
2: Silence of the Lambs <laughs> when Hannibal Lecter has to be rolled around oh and just staying straight up? She's actually sitting in something like that, just straight up, leaning back. It's oh. quite... Quite the visual. I
1: mean, literally, I could cry right now. been <laughs> so much pain. Oh,
2: I thought you just enjoyed the episode so much that <laughs> you're just in tears of joy. I'm
1: laughing so hard. I'm crying. I thought you really were able to read her face very well with some of these guys, especially where we're saying, no romance, no sparks, stop treating me like you're my sister or brother. She was not fake.
3: She was yeah. so real, and you knew exactly what she was thinking about every conversation that she was having
2: yeah and she's been pretty clear about well i'm not going to make the first move on these guys it's up i want to see what they're feeling and so some of the one-on-one time has sort of seemed a little awkward but that's sort of by design because she wants to see who's going to bring the spark to her right she's seen what happens when the star has to try to create that. And no, she's doing it the right way.
1: When the guys first came out for the husband material competition, did you see they immediately started pushing each other out of the way? Like one guy, and I can't keep these guys straight yet. I can't tell them apart, a lot of them still. Like Iggy, I I had to look him up. Yeah,
2: well, we started with more than ever. Yeah. And they stopped putting the names up for short-term talks. And so some of them would start saying something. I'd say, who is, wait. Which yeah, was that was that, a mistake on their part and even got you know people on my quote-unquote team so like Bryce starts talking about, okay where is who wait who is is that Peter no that's D, no who's it's just Guys, for at least another couple weeks, if someone's on screen speaking and it's not Rachel, just give us the name.
1: The name they did not have to super on the screen, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis.
2: (sighs) Oh, yes. They were
3: fun.
1: Who are huge fans of the show. And another, I felt, okay, a totally real moment where they say their Monday nights are Chardonnay for her and Vodka Tonics for him. And they sit and watch whatever, you know. Although he got a lot of
2: pub for his compliment when... He was saying, Oh, you know, I don't think her guy is here being that at the, the husband material. And Mila said, Oh, you know, give him a chance, it's only day two. He said, Well, I knew on day one.
1: Somebody's getting late tonight. The problem with that <laughs> part
2: of the night. The problem with that is on day one. She was sixteen. Well, f- forget how old <laughs>
1: they met on uh that seventy, that 70 show. show.
2: Yeah, he was with someone else and Demi Moore. Thank you very much. So, if it were day one, I think they got some splaining to do.
1: <laughs> I didn't even unravel that till just now. Very mm. good detective work, Mr. Jones. Well, there you go. But I'm not mean, sure he thought that through.
3: No, yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> either way, it was a good day for him because clearly things uh, went I well for him. I totally
1: envision him being uh, on the street and a f- rabid fan w- runs up and says, Oh, my God. And he's saying, brace for it. They're going to say, Ashton, I want your autograph. And they say, Jared from The Bachelor. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> did give Jared a nice
2: shout he out. Did. I mean, talk about that. building someone's confidence up. Yeah. Because listen, Jared's our guy and Jared's a good looking dude. Jared's no Ashton. And so for somebody like Ashton to mention it. Right. Because if this were something Jared said, we would totally be tooling on him. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah sure. You look like Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher, Jared. But for Ashton to bring it up, I mean that's a it's a pound the chest for, for our buddy Jared.
1: Right. Oh, for sure. I thought um, and I'm looking at Mila Kunis and all I can see is the whiskey commercial. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I was waiting for her to take out a bottle and maybe be pushing something, but they were pushing nothing. It was just kind yeah, of I, refreshing. I, yeah, I
3: thought to have them on this specific date was a great job on
2: the producer's part. There were three celebrities and none of them were pushing right Along to or whatever yes. it's been in years Shocking. past. They were just there and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, maybe he's not a fan of the show, but was... Is obviously one of the most recognizable uh, older basketball players in the world, and then you know, for Ashton and Mila just to show up, like that's that's kind of cool.
1: You said three, and I'm like, wait, there's only two because Ashton and Mila count as one. <laughs> no, 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 they are
2: they are their own people, Christine. Right. What
1: would you do if you walked out and saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and you had to play basketball in front of him while trying to impress <sighs> a girl?
2: <laughs> I would feel a lot like Lee because yeah. I like. The basketball. songwriter? Yeah, he's. I like basketball and I enjoy playing basketball, but I am awful at basketball. So if all of a sudden it's one thing if you're just playing pickup with the guys, but if all of a sudden Kareem Abdul Jabbar showed off for example, I I was playing at my gym, just shooting by myself, whatever, yeah. and Yukon women's coach Gino Auriemma walks in. Oh no. And he's he's putting his his son when he was still in college, putting his son through some, wor- drills. some through drills. And I'm thinking, well, obviously, not that he's paying any attention to me, but the last thing I want to do is start throwing up brick after brick. <laughs> so I start sweating like I'm running a marathon. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And finally, I see what that's like with Lee. He, he looks like he's never seen a basketball before in his life, and normally it wouldn't matter. But freaking Kareem abdul jabbars there. That's crazy.
3: Well, he was a good sport with that, too, because he, he could have pulled, like, a Corinne and we sat out nap, and made yeah. it. Really dramatic, and that's and one of the reasons
2: why two episodes in, it looks like this is going to be so much better than the last couple seasons we've had because exactly that the the people on the show seem like they're good sports, yeah, and they're there to other than Lucas. You know, we can talk about Lucas and Blake, but generally speaking, Demario or whatever. Y- yeah, the Demario. They they want to be part of the show and not necessarily like Demario or Lucas, or whoever, who may not be there for the right, right reasons, reasons. Drink. Want to be there for Rachel and want to actually interact and just there's so much more personality and not that Corinne didn't have personality, but in the good way. And I think that this bodes very well for the season because that's a great point. He could Lee could have said, "I'm here to sing songs and win hearts." Screw this basketball stuff. No, he tried to take the ball to the hole and he looked ridiculous, and that's fine. You brought up
1: Lucas and Blake. Ugh and i just wanted Sorry. to i know we're kind of jumping around and my brain is you guys might have to i don't know direct the runway a little bit but when blake was going on and on about lucas privately to rachel saying that he wears makeup and he not here for the right reasons what was that all about it was pretty early for that yeah. too but you
3: know they, they, they kind of touched girlfriend? they kind of touched on it last night but a story came out last week saying that They both were on a dating show last year on WeTV. Okay. And something happened that Lucas's girlfriend ended up falling for Blake, and then they moved in together. And then that relationship didn't work out, so now Blake's ex-girlfriend is Lucas's ex-girlfriend also. Okay.
2: And that's the thing that Blake left out. Right. Blake, who's trying to be the truth teller in this situation, which if you've watched the show and which we've seen so far is that these guys have, if you've watched the show, you know the tattletale never ends up coming out on the the right side of this. Now, not maybe initially because maybe the Waboom guy goes away, but you're not going to be in there for the long haul. You're better off just biting your tongue, letting things... Yeah, look at
1: the Corinne situation.
2: L- exactly. We already
1: forgot the girl's name.
2: Letting things <laughs> just come out on their own or letting the producers do it like they did with DeMario, let it go because if you're going to be the one and all you do is talk about someone else, that's not good for the, your long-term health on the show. You know,
1: and Rachel being attorney, I, th- I, you got a glimpse of how good she is at letting things unfold, um, letting the evidence speak for itself. When she walked DeMario out of the locker room. He she didn't say I have a surprise for you. I have someone I want you to meet. Nothing. She just walked along she like just threw nothing him in there. was going on and then surprise surprise. Well,
3: I mean, you could tell because he was he thought he was all smiles and he thought that maybe he was Being pulled getting aside. early rose or something on right. the group date and then he he just didn't know
1: what to do. Oh, going I'm jumping all over the place, but the husband uh material which she's out there Barbecuing in her cute little dress, and this is something you always notice. They never ate any of the food that they barbecued.
2: Such a waste! And it was all because not only what, as we were saying, was it a fun activity, and some finally this all three dates, every aspect of this worked, and it's it's been a few years since we've seen that, but that was I think the one part they missed is she's grilling. I, I wanted a little bit more them just sort of. Hanging out and grilling and yeah. doing that part of it because I said, oh, they're going to a barbecue, and then it went right to, okay, you're going to be vacuuming and changing baby, which is fine. I would have just liked a little more hangout beforehand. Babies
3: first soup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we need to talk about Lucas's run in that husband material. He was the, slamming yeah. Kenny down and dropping the baby. Drowning, drowning the baby, drowning the
2: baby. So he was the winner of this competition i mean come on but uh, if you were going by the actual okay this at the end the only thing they checked was oh is the table set properly how about well is the baby's head getting dropped (laughs) is the baby still alive is the baby drowning (laughs) these are things that they never checked but at the end like oh wait the knife isn't in the proper spot well that shows whose husband and then he slammed the baby down like football
1: i know like spiked it Although Mila Kunis is a bad mom, you know, she's made that crystal clear, which if you haven't seen that movie, run, don't walk to see it. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. But yeah, the only way Lucas would stay on going forward is if he wins a competition, because we all know he's just a
2: stupid punchline. And that's why Blake didn't have to say anything. Right. You know he's there just for a waboom. You know he's there just for a waboom. All the other guys know it. Rachel's going to figure it out if she hasn't already. The fact She's that he smart. survived the first cut is surprising, but let that happen. You don't. It's just such a mistake yeah. because you don't want to tie yourself to that person. It's not going to work out. Blake, if you survive this rose ceremony coming up next week, stop with Waboom whether he stays or not. Who was
1: the guy who said to her when they had some alone time, uh, I saw you last season and you really are as... Like, he was surprised that she was as attractive and nice as she is. It came out so wrong. (laughs) I I just thought, this is your A material, dude? Like, why are you saying this I'm sure she greeted it
2: with an, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Although she did, I will say this, because I was waiting, you know, to be dead drunk. She didn't say, I love that, but she did use the word love in relation to things. Just not the, oh, I love that. Like this, I love this, or I love, she didn't say the full, I love that. I felt a little, a little, you know, wanting for her to say the full phrase.
3: Yeah, and we got to see a lot of Dean for the first time on this date, um, which was kind of a breath of fresh air after the whole Blake versus Lucas thing that went down with her. But um, Dean and and Kenny, we got to see. Kenny's the um, dad, and
1: Dean has never held a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. um, And, you know, after that, Dean got the rose, and she loved their kiss and was passionate and yeah. sweet. And
1: okay, so Peter gets the season's first one-on-one date. And Ryan, I believe you have Peter on your team, and right? He's going to win the whole thing, obviously. Well, I mean, I mean that would be nice on. if I finally
2: get a winner. But can we just talk about this one-on-one date. Because well, it's not
1: a one-on-one date. There was someone else involved. <laughs> it's it two-on-one. <laughs> and
2: that's what made it the best one-on-one date maybe we've ever seen. Agreed. Because all of a sudden, the two-on-one jumps out of the car and it's Copper! Copper, the three-legged dog. Well, for now, he's going to be better. Survived an accident, which... What was
1: the accident? So,
2: if, if you remember... Rachel said to Peter, Oh, because he thankfully was a dog guy and said, I could have been right away. Awkward. Exactly right away, asked, Oh, what happened? She said, Oh, I'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that. And then they never covered it. Rachel then went on to Twitter and sort of said, I guess he jumped off something. She didn't say what. She literally said something and broke a toe. And so um. the cast is on there for the broken Toe on his paw.
1: Oh, he's not missing part of no, his no, no. leg. No, it's,
2: it's a long. It's like, just a long cast. I
1: thought that was like an attachment. Like it sounded like he, the dog, had three legs.
2: No, it's a long. He can't use it because of the cast, and so he runs like oh. he has three legs. and so he's more like just a peg leg right now. <laughs> but the cutest thing. So cute. And if we could just have Copper at every date, or at least every one on one date. Might the group dates might be too much. Yeah. Sign me up. This is a plus season. Wait,
1: you're on to something. The Bachelor for dogs.
2: Can Copper be the first can contestant? We- <laughs> I would totally be that. Let's get Animal Planet Please in on this. Off. Let's do it. Well, I think it. it's
3: also important because there are people who are not dog people yep. out there. So if you're falling in love with someone who despises dogs, which I don't know what how you can you be like that, but fall in love you with, with someone know.
1: who despise who loves dogs but is allergic to them. Yeah.
2: Well, See that that could be a deal breaker. Because, and be. if you think about it, in reality, and not just reality shows, but reality, there are very few actual deal breakers when it comes to relationships. Think about it. You would like to think there are all kinds of real deal breakers.
1: You're in debt up to your eyeballs. That's okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: And <laughs> but I, for me, I think despising dogs or not, like. Even if you're a cat person, that's fine. But if you don't like dogs... There's something wrong with you. Yeah. I. To me, that's one of the few true deal breakers.
1: I would like to point out that for the first time in I don't know how many years, our president does not have a dog.
2: That is the political portion of the uh the episode. You can send all complaints you can to Christine Lee please. at Bachelor Podcast. I'm Cap. just saying
1: he doesn't have a dog. Just think about that,
2: America. It, but I think and well, so you, you can you can take this for whatever you, you'd like to then. Because okay. like I said, if there if you were to pick five deal breakers yes. and very huge big tent pole issues, not liking dogs is right there. I agree with you hundred percent. So mm-hmm. the fact that Copper was BFFs right away, head on the lap. We're getting pets. Everything's great. That's that's a big hurdle to clear for me.
1: Well, especially you could be a dog lover, but not get along with someone's dog just for any particular reason. That's true. Not because you don't love dogs. I mean, dogs are quirky, just like humans.
2: And they might. So Copper might have because you did hear Copper give a little. <laughs> that little was a growl. dubbed in growl. You know that dog doesn't <laughs> growl. Hey, co- Copper ha- is is a has his own uh, ideas going on up there. Who knows? But. Big fans in the air then they came out and they're hopping along together. He even got his own spot at dinner. yeah, that was they adorable. set him up with a little bed in front of the table
1: so dinner went couldn't have gone any better than it did. I mean, from the conversation to the topics to the teeth to everything yeah. like you couldn't have asked for a more perfect you know yeah, and they talked about
2: therapy in a very I know we're saying this a lot, but in a very real way. Yeah, and this another thing that has this weird stigma about it. Like, oh, you went to therapy, right? Yeah, a lot of people do, and it's very helpful. And so to see both of them, sort of, and she was gracious. Like, You're reading my mind here because when I ended my last relationship, obviously not Nick, when I ended my last relationship, I went to therapy, and it was a huge help. That's fine. I'm going to
1: therapy next week, actually. There Seriously. you
2: go. It's So I think the fact that we get this silly show and th- they get to talk about this serious subject, so hopefully there's some people just looking for silly entertainment like us we're like oh okay
1: it's validating it's yeah. validating to people on the show and it's validating to people watching the show cuz you're like well not everything's perfect but not everything's perfect and their teeth yeah <laughs> <You know?
2: laughs> and that's fine and it's
1: like and it's so funny cuz talking about relating to things I'm watching and I also had a gap in my teeth but I had braces to pull them together but I have a scar on my lip and I've doctors have said to me you know I can fix that I'm like no I, I like it actually I like the scar she said the same thing like it gives you character yeah and you know that's a big thing to connect over because you have that means you have the same set of values about what gives you character and what's superficial and what you just need to leave alone.
3: Yeah I feel like they had very similar backstories and relationship backstories and that connected them I think sooner than they both realized and that's I think what made it such a great and real date
1: speaking of real can i i also have to say this about her i'm so grateful we finally have a bachelorette who seems to have a real body like i feel like her body they don't they don't make her something she's not it's just looks like okay i can relate to her body more than jojo or like who seems like very mm-hmm. teeny teeny tv tiny i'm not saying she's i'm just saying her body looks real it doesn't come across as they're trying to make you feel bad about yourself at home.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it's seemingly, maybe you guys know better than I would, but seemingly it's 100% real.
1: Not so that that matters when we It there, does not. But it feels good to see someone who looks like me or who looks like any other person that we encounter during yeah, the day. Yeah, this
3: just isn't... An- Overall, great season so far. And okay, it's, she's got it's a booty. Only,
1: Can I just it's say, a, only <laughs> episode. Two, I wasn't
2: saying it. She's so. got
1: a booty, and it's a good booty. And I'm like, thank God, we have a woman with a booty. Finally, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I do
2: know what you're saying, actually. <laughs> but I wasn't going to say it. But
1: Peter, Peter likes her inside and outside, obviously. And they, I think they're cute together. I,
2: she's a smitten kitten.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're definitely. Um, I think he's. I think Ryan, you just. I as well, just say that you won the whole contest.
2: <laughs> Although, the, the one thing that I, I could have done without on the date, and this, if the dog wasn't there, it wouldn't be an issue, but the fireworks at the end.
1: But they always have to have fireworks. I, know I was going to
2: say, was, it wouldn't be complete without some fireworks. All I was thinking fireworks. of was a little copper because so many dogs don't like fireworks. I'm thinking, oh no, is he going to start walking? I probably and gave him a
1: Xanax beforehand. I hope so. <laughs> I hope um, so. I how know about it's... the Bark? Um, was it the Bark, yeah, box, bark Fest right. by Bark Box?
2: <laughs> Bark and I and I sent this out on Twitter into the world, BarkBox, if you want to sponsor this fine program here, BarkBox is a fine product and we're not being paid to say that yet, but we'd love to be. So
3: it, my, they replied this morning oh, with they? a
2: smiley face. Oh, well, how about some dollar signs too? <laughs> yeah, because we'd love to send people
1: BarkBox. My friend uses your product. She has five dogs, and she gets BarkBox delivered regularly for her.
2: Children. Hashtag not going. spawn. So I mean, <laughs> this is all legit. BarkBox is awesome.
1: Um. Okay. So I guess will Jamie, Diggy, Alex, Adam Lee, Matt, Eric, Josiah, and Demario are whisked away to play group date number two, basketball in front of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And this is when the S really hits the fan (laughs) because it's during this time that DeMario gets called out onto the carpet by someone who may have other motives. She might want to be on Bachelor in Paradise sometime in the future. I haven't quite decided about uh, Lexi yet, the ex-girl, scorned, still girlfriend, but probably ex-girlfriend. What are your thoughts on how that played out?
3: I think the game was foreshadowing what was coming because that was a terrible basketball game, first of all. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, she was... She spoke
1: directly to the camera and not in a confessional. Yeah. So that's why I was a little, oh, she knows what she's doing.
3: She was definitely looking to start something, obviously. And, you know, Rachel didn't just, wasn't just like, all right, yeah, it's just this crazy person trying to, you know sabotage something like she got right in there listened to her went into the locker room grabbed Demario took him out and you could tell that he had no idea like he thought he was you know getting an early rose whatever he thought <laughs> and we all knew like, and <laughs> I, I was so anxious for the, him to come out and see Lexi out there but he just Who's that? He didn't
2: even who's know... that? ...know what to say or do. He was just like... <laughs> no, but if you notice, but before the who's that...
1: Recognition.
2: Clear recognition, like, whoa, oh, who's that? He's like, oh, what do you do? Wait, who, who's <laughs>
1: Twitter, that? Somebody on Twitter tweeted this out and it got retweeted like a thousand times. Demario went through all the stages of being caught cheating, deny knowing her, call her crazy, say they broke up, become the victim. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was...
1: All in 30
3: seconds. All in 30 you seconds. You could see
2: it going south real from the very beginning when he tried to... Dude, or anybody else that's left on the show, and we're assuming Demario's gone, but that's a whole other issue. And she issue.
1: basically said what you're going to say to the rest of the guys. Yeah.
2: Is, if there's something out there and the producers bring it onto the show, at that point, denying it is probably not the way to go. Because if it's... The fact that she's sitting there, you... And he seemed like a smart dude. You should know. No. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he seemed. You should know she's not there just by accident, obviously. So maybe going the. Oh, who's this? Maybe the. Oh, yeah, we saw each other a couple times. And like the attorney she is... Boom! Text
1: messages.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Rachel kept giving him opportunities to maybe not get himself off the hook, but to own up to it. Right. And it wasn't until we saw actual text messages, and then even he was still not fully (laughs) embracing what what was happening in front of him. I don't
1: understand why people don't get that you have so much more integrity and people will respect you so much more if you just man up or woman up, like... Yes, you know what? You're right. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I'll leave now. You know, nobody respects this game playing, deny, call her crazy, becoming a victim. Yeah, you look like a tool. And and I feel like this was one of the situations that
3: the producers didn't know, like when they cast when they casted him because she Lexi didn't even see him until after the final rose, which they had already technically yeah, yeah was starting the whole introductions so i think that they just got lucky with that and it ha- like unraveled right as they started
1: filming and I like the um, roaming around jump cuts of Rachel walking through the gym. (laughs) Then Chris Harrison comes in. I don't want to talk about it. She goes into the ladies' locker room. The the immediate next scene you would think would be cameras following in the locker room. No, she's back in the gym again. Like somehow she went from the locker room to the gym, walking past the basketballs again, full like like she's a caged animal, you know, pacing. Yeah, (laughs) and. I mean, they really had, must not have had much footage to work with. So they tried to it. It was great, though. As
2: soon as out. Chris showed up, she turned right around and said, I, I'm not talking about this right now. Right into the bathroom. Right. I it's-
3: feel like this was the earliest, I don't even want to do this anymore <laughs> quote. Like, you're only on the first or episode second two. group date, and you're already saying you don't want to do this anymore.
1: But she's right. You know, she eliminated some guys from the first episode who probably she could have held on to. So now I'm wondering if they're going to they wouldn't bring one of i those think guys they'll just back, move on and
2: I, you know the the other guys even mentioned they said you have to say how you know that you're not in a relationship and you have, you're basically like filling out little forms yep no girlfriend within this amount of time right so clearly all of though he he was lying about the whole thing if they were technically together in one form or another right up until the night he shows up on what after the final rose. What did you think rows.
1: was going to happen? I, I don't that understand. That she was just going to... No one would know.
2: Yeah, she wasn't going to go to the producers and say, <laughs> hey, guess what? I can show you text messages of us talking right up to the, the day before the final rose.
1: When she walked in to get DeMario, and we all knew why, but he didn't. So I was watching her face, and she's like, can I talk to you for a minute? Can I borrow you for a minute? And I felt like it was a mom grabbing a kid who had just got found out, but the kid doesn't know it yet. Oh, yeah. and, her, and when she went back into the locker room to talk to the remaining guys, her game face is so, don't play with me. I'm not here like that. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to get played. So if you have something that I need to know, you can go ahead and let me know. Because it's not happening. And I think they all collectively had to check their drawers after that little speech because yeah. she means it.
3: I And I think she's she's smart enough not to, because jumping ahead at the end, he comes back. And there there is always the opportunity that she could be like, I'll... I know we we talked this out, this happened, but I'm gonna give you another chance. She told him to get the out. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that she's I think she's smart enough not to give him a second chance, but I it has not. happened.
2: And I really like how all of the guys basically Let's roll. In agreement <laughs> said, Yeah, let's go tell him I loved that. Same <laughs> as her to get out of here. Now hopefully it doesn't escalate to the point where there's Ass any kicking. any physical issues, but just the idea of all of them standing there and saying, get out of here. You disrespected her. You disrespected us. And you made
1: a cheap show look cheaper. Yeah. I mean, come on. When you
2: disrespect a reality show, do you know how far <laughs> down the bad. line you're going? That is low, man. So I can't imagine she's going to let him back in. This is, this is a very... Classic bachelor move where somebody who gets kicked out tries to hang around longer to maybe stick around Chad but yeah <laughs> peace out go away end of story
1: right but I
3: loved when he walked up and security was like let me get Mr. Mr. Harrison I wrote that
1: down too Cause now that you're off the show, you cannot call him Chris. Yeah, that's just how it works. Well, and it here. shows
2: you that security will only call him Mr. Harrison. Yeah, there's no Chris. No Chris. Well show some respect Specs. for your elders in the Bachelor universe.
1: And can we give Ashton Kutcher a, a, just like his ups for not saying Waboom? I was really proud of him for not falling into that trap because he knows that would be on repeat on social media. Ashton for the rest Kutcher of his life.
2: was all of us when finding out about Waboom. <laughs> They said, can you say? <laughs> a what do you uh, what is that? i don't I don't understand so what it is. What's six. just a sound. Well, why would i why would I do that? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Exact. Thank you. This is all of us not yeah. understanding,
1: yeah. And all the guys kind of went in on that saying, Dude, well, it was specifically, but like you're here just to get your stupid trademark sound out. And what is this two-personality Lucas? On one level, you're screaming everywhere, and on the other, you're sitting here calmly on the couch. Which one is the real Lucas? They're both the real Lucas.
2: Yeah. That was so super weird between Blake and Lucas because not only is Blake way too all about, uh, you gotta go, you gotta go, but Lucas seemed almost, and I know they've been drinking for a while at that point. I think they had a threesome. I yeah. think there's
1: some <laughs> awkward... Moments there,
2: it's uh, not something I'm, with okay. the girlfriend. Scrub that from my brain. <laughs> I know they've been drinking for a while at that point, and there's a lot of other stuff going on. But he seemed so there's there's difference, and then there's seeming almost drugged. I don't. What do you want to talk about? With I'm here for because of, I noticed the that same too. guy. You thought Lucas seemed drugged. He seemed something because. He just, that conversation with Blake, he seemed like a different person. And I don't mean, oh, flip the switch to boom yeah. guy. No, he was just like,
3: yeah, well, okay. Ooh. Like, he
2: was really just like all over the talk place. Talk to me how you want to talk to me. I'm talking to her. Where did I that think
3: he's, he was did,
1: trying to be like Is he mixing cool? pain meds and alcohol or something? <laughs> Terrible? told the
2: Tiger Woods? I don't know.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just... He's not the only way he's going to stay on that show is if he keeps winning competitions. I hope yeah. seriously, because he's terrible for her or anyone else for, for that as matter. long as Blake's around because
3: you got that that controversy right there.
1: So then we have the cocktail hour at the end, which is what you were talking about how DeMario comes back Mm -hmm. but again I think this is where I noticed the guys sitting down to talk to her it felt so business like a lot of them I thought, what are you doing? Well, And
3: she (laughs) said that too, she's She's like like, like, a lot of these, Like, I feel like I'm sitting down with friends like I'm not feeling any um, romance from them but you know there were a few like um, Josiah who they had a they shared a good kiss, which he ended up getting the rose um, for that date. The second group date. Yeah, the second group date. Um, but yeah, up to the cocktail hour before the rose ceremony, it was there was a little connection with Brian, but then he did the whole like back massage thing, which was
2: a weird. also it's a bachelor a, classic. By the that's way, that's a
3: creepy move. But like, it's your second
2: yeah. night, like you. Sh- but it, the thing with Josiah that got me was the messaging. I was all about. Very defensive. You can tell it. You know he was ready to to stand up for her and all that. And I understand it's a bat. It's a bachelor and it's or a bachelorette and it's a reality show. And I get all this. Almost too rehearsed when he said that line. Overly protective. Yeah, it, and not even just the protective part. I'm fine with that. It's just his all of his lines were so prepared. They seemed creepy to me. And I like Josiah. I think he's got a good story. I think he, he's obviously a good looking guy. They seem to have chemistry. But that whole, and clearly she didn't care because he got the rose. As I'm watching that, I'm thinking, ooh. that No. I agree with that. Why is this a thing? And not overall, but just in this time. I don't know. The way he delivered his lines seemed very creepy to me.
1: Well, that's something to hold on to because... We all know that this is a totally natural and unscripted show. Exactly. So for it to come across that way is... Reality show, people.
2: This is all real.
1: (laughs) Especially disturbing. Is there anything else that jumped out on the episode aside from um, the sit down with... Who was it? Who got... Who... Oh, now my back pain is kicking in again into my brain. Sat down with her, and he had met her already on After the Rose, and she told him he had stolen her line. That was Dean. Dean, yes, Dean. He had stolen her line, and she said she loved, you know, she's like, oh, my God, I was totally going to use that on you, and you used it on me.
3: Yeah, and she she didn't know if she should say it or not. And, and he
1: didn't know if he should say
3: it. Exactly, and he did, and then she was so glad that But he said don't you it. think
1: it goes to when you were talking about she was waiting for guys to make the first move, and I think that's something that she's super attracted to. She was thinking it, but he said it first, because she doesn't want to be the one in charge, mm-hmm. even though she's a balls-to-the-wall attorney. <laughs> well, maybe and, that's uh, why. Yeah, she Because she's
2: always in charge. Now, yeah. it's, hey, guys, I'm... You're supposed to be courting me. That made me think. Show like, your game.
1: Dean really has a really, he's, we can't write him off. And here's yeah. the
2: thing with Dean. I didn't like the line when he said it after the rose. And I thought that that was going to be just, no, forget him. But she made it very clear that wasn't one of her many, oh, I love that where she was sort of giving everybody the pat on the back. She went out of her way to not only say, that was great. But I like you said, I was going to say it. So I'm with you. I I had not thought he was someone that would be that strong just because, eh, anytime you start with that, and right. does she really mean it? Seems mm-hmm. like she does and clearly took the initiative, which yeah. has already caught her eye. So I'm with you. I think uh, yeah. he bounced up the chart big time
1: right yeah me too big time and at the very end when the the collective group of guys say let's one of them says we're going to give demario an ass kicking but we think it's just going to be a sit down and demario time for you to go home
2: not even a sit down i think it's just going to be standing at the end of the driveway (laughs) saying dude unless you want 50 guys or whoever's left to all take you you know
1: I I thought it was really. It's embarrassing that he's coming back. It's like, now you've made it worse. I
3: did think it was really cool that all the guys got really protective and defensive over that because she obviously already stated that that's what she's looking for and what she wants. So I thought it was pretty cool.
2: It would have been so easy for just one guy to say, You all stay here. (laughs) I've got this.
1: And he would have been the douchebag. The
2: typical, you know, I lift things up and put them down. And. Yeah. So, for—I just, like, again, I thought it was kind of cool just to see everybody go out there, and no matter what you're doing, anytime you get everybody to sort of stand up for something, eh, thumbs up. Yeah. We don't get that a lot in this show.
1: We have a fantasy league that we're doing. Ryan, you're better at explaining this than I am.
2: Yeah, if you've ever done any fantasy sports, it's it's the same sort of uh, idea. You just— I pick a player or a player, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. I, I pick a guy, and then he's no longer available to be picked, and the next person picks. And obviously, not everyone you end up picking is someone you Wanted. think has a, a bright future in this right. show. But that's who's left. And so at the top of your team, you generally have people that you think have a chance. And then by the end, you end up with the Waboom guy. And you don't understand I how you have got the there. the
0: Waboom guy. Yes.
2: Well, I wasn't going to say that. But yes, you do have the Waboom but guy. But Katie
1: has Demario. So... I do. You, I have an extra
2: moat yet, though. You
1: lost a playa. But well, we don't
2: know. Not yet. He might get a second chance. There were, there were some people talking in the scenes, you know, coming up on The Bachelorette off camera... Lines that could have been Demario and them not wanting to use his face. Just I saying.
1: didn't watch the preview either for what's coming up, so I I pulled a Ryan Jones and said, "I'm not going <laughs> to see what's coming up next week. I'm just going to be
2: surprised." I usually like to do that, but I figured we might talk about okay, it. Okay, so go ahead. What happened? Well, I'm not there. Like always, there's there's never anything. You never really know. You right? never <laughs> see anything, but there were some speci- very rare that you see them use a clip of someone talking and not show their face and I noticed that a couple times you heard them and did not see them and I thought oh maybe tomorrow's gonna they're stick they're just around. doing it on purpose of course just
3: like trying them. something new yeah anytime someone's <laughs> bleeding
2: oh no what happened oh I had a bloody nose oh okay yeah.
3: right <laughs> Okay. Oh my <laughs> god! only definitely got punched in the face. Yeah, I know. I'm so hurt.
2: What happened? Oh, I stubbed my toe. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I
1: guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out how bitchy karma can be for Demario. We'll have to wait and see. Oh yes. Karma, go babe. go. She boy. keeps receipts as Katie plays. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Bachelor Podcast. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, so all social media at Bachelor Padcast. Thank you, Katie Pilata. Thank you, and, and thank you, Ryan Jones.
0: Full circle, baby. What's a waboom?